You're listening to Sophie and Sebastian. In this episode, their old neighbor Mrs. Wilson isn't feeling well, and Sophie is worried that she might be a bit lonely. Let's find out if the kids can help her out. One day, Mrs. Wilson was sick. She had to stay in her bed and rest. And because she lived by herself, she didn't have a lot of visitors. She must be a bit lonely, said Sophie to Sebastian. They were sitting on Mrs. Wilson's porch. Sophie was petting Mrs. Wilson's cat. She can always watch TV, said Sebastian. That's not the same, said Sophie. I'm sure she would love to be outside and talk to us. What if we phoned her? We don't have a phone, plus I don't know her number. What if we climbed up on the roof and shouted down the chimney? Uh, no, that's not going to work, Sebastian. We don't even have a ladder. Sebastian thought for a moment. We could just ring the doorbell. We could, said Sophie. Except that Mrs. Wilson is probably supposed to stay in bed. Well, then I give up, said Sebastian. You give up too easily. If you really want something, then you have to keep trying. Or you get other people to do it for you. That often works too. Like who? Sophie suddenly jumped up. I have an idea, she shouted. Follow me. Okay, then said Sebastian. He had been very comfortable sitting in Mrs. Wilson's swing, and Sophie's ideas were often a little quirky and strange. First, we need to talk to Bert and Fran. They have lived here for a long time, and they might know something we don't. Sophie and Sebastian ran across the road and knocked on the door of Bert and Fran's house. Bert had recently gotten into bird watching and had installed a beautiful brass woodpecker that you could tilt so its beak hit the doorbell. Ding dong! Sophie and Sebastian didn't have to wait long. Fran came to the door. She smiled when she saw them. Hi, children, she said. How are you doing today? Great, said Sophie, except that we need your help. We'd like to do something nice for Mrs. Wilson. Didn't you say once that she has a son? Fran thought for a moment. Yes, she said, she does have a son. He's some big shot in the city. A lawyer, I think. Anyway, his name is Richard, but he doesn't come here very often. Well, said Sophie, I think that's wrong. He should go visit his mummy once in a while. I know mums can be kind of mean and strict, and they don't give as many candies as you do, Fran, but still. Fran laughed. You make a good point. What do you propose we do about it? I say we send him a letter. Can you find his address? Sure can, but you better come in so we can do this properly. Then Sophie and Sebastian went inside and into Bert and Fran's living room. On the wall was an ancient grandfather clock, which ticked the time very slowly, but somehow never gave up doing the only job it had ever done. Sebastian's favorite thing to look at were Bert's model airplanes, 
which hung from the ceiling and which looked like they were chasing each other through the sky. Bert looked up the address of Mr. Richard Wilson. Fran went to the kitchen and brought a tray with juice, some glasses, an envelope, a sheet of paper, and a pen. They sat by the table. You tell me what to write, said Fran. Okay, said Sophie. I'll try, but do your neatest handwriting so he takes it seriously. Then she said, Dear Mr. Wilson, we are your mum's neighbors. It has come to our attention that you don't visit very often. In fact, barely at all. In fact, never. I'm sure you are very busy, but you are missing out on so much. We live on the most beautiful street. You can sit on your mum's porch in the fall and watch the leaves come down. They cover the lawn in a carpet of gold and red and brown. In the summer, you can lie on the grass and watch the butterflies flutter by. In the winter, you can throw snowballs, and if you hit us, we don't mind. We'll make sure to get you back when you're not watching. But the best thing is to talk to your mum. You can sit beside her this spring and tell her all the exciting things you do as a lawyer. Since Mrs. Wilson is a poet, she might even write a poem about you. Sophie stopped for a moment. She said, I don't even know what a lawyer is, but Mrs. Wilson always says that you can write a poem about anything. She certainly can, said Fran. Mrs. Wilson has a gift with words. As do you. Carry on. Okay, said Sophie. Now at the end, just write, We have some bad news to share. Mrs. Wilson is not feeling well. She has to rest in bed. Make sure you come visit her soon, or else. Sincerely, Mrs. Wilson's friends. That sounds a bit threatening, said Bert. It has to be, said Sophie. But we won't say what else would happen. When you say or else, it could mean anything. Maybe nothing happens, or you get eaten by an anaconda because you're not supposed to know what or else means. That's why it's just the right way to end this kind of letter. Then the kids signed the letter, though Sebastian just drew a big smiley face instead of his name. He also got to put on the stamp. When they were finished their juice, Sophie and Sebastian said goodbye. They walked to the mailbox, where Sophie had to stand on her tippy toes to push the letter through the slot. She dusted off her hands. All done, and now we wait. For the next few days, Sophie and Sebastian kept an eye on Mrs. Wilson's house. Sometimes, Sophie climbed into the apple tree and sat on one of the highest branches, like a pirate on the lookout. At other times, they biked back and forth. Then, one day, a fancy car drove up and stopped in front of Mrs. Wilson's house. Out came a man in a suit and tie. He looked around nervously. He didn't see Sophie and Sebastian, who had quickly hid behind some bushes. The man went up to Mrs. Wilson's house and disappeared inside. What do we do now? asked Sebastian. Let's get some chalk and draw on Mrs. Wilson's driveway, 
said Sophie. So that's what they did. Though Sebastian also grabbed his basketball, which he bounced all around Sophie as she drew some pictures on the ground. Hey, that looks like a really big eye, he said. Are you drawing a face? Nope, said Sophie. I'm drawing a message. Kind of like the ancient Egyptians. See if you can figure it out. Sebastian stopped dribbling. Sophie's next picture was a heart. And then she drew a house. Sebastian tried to guess. I heart house? No, you silly, said Sophie. It says I love home. They would never let you inside Pharaoh's tomb. Ah, I see, said Sebastian. Then Sophie explained, You see, I drew this so that Mrs. Wilson's son will read it when he leaves. He probably won't guess what it says because adults don't have much of a brain, but it will still get into his mind. And then he will come back and visit again. Now let's go hide again. But it was too late. The front door opened. Out came the man in the suit and tie. Hi, kids, he said. Do you happen to be Sophie and Sebastian? Uh-oh, whispered Sophie. Don't say anything. Let me do the talking. Then she turned to the man and said, Hi there. We might be Sophie and Sebastian, but we're not supposed to talk to strangers. The man laughed. That's very true. So let me introduce myself. I'm Richard Wilson, Mrs. Wilson's son. I used to live on this street a long time ago. It's a beautiful street, said Sophie. She didn't know what to say, which is why it sounded a bit strange to her ears. So she continued, It's especially nice in the fall when the leaves come down. Yes, said the man, and they cover the lawn in a carpet of gold and red and brown, and in the summer you can lie on the grass and watch the butterflies flutter by. But in the winter, you should watch your back because then the snowballs go flying. He smiled. You read our letter, said Sophie. Yes, it was a beautiful letter and just what I needed. Thank you for writing it. No problem, said Sophie. We're always happy to help out. Sounds good. Well, I better be on my way, but I'll come back. Nice pictures, by the way. That's a beautiful eye. Then Mr. Richard Wilson climbed into his car and waved. As he drove away, Sophie said, As I said, adults don't have much of a brain, but I'm glad he'll be back. That will make Mrs. Wilson happy. I wonder if he plays basketball, said Sebastian. I bet you I could beat him. You can't even beat me, said Sophie. Wanna see? Sure, let's go. So off they went. But there was no time left to play because it was supper time. And Sophie and Sebastian's mum was pretty strict about coming in right away. Thanks for listening to another story. If you like our show, don't forget to leave a nice review in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Reviews help other people find us. Thanks, and till next time.